Hello, welcome to PRWC Worcester podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We pray that in your time spent with us, you will be blessed and edified even as we grow in faith. Please enjoy and may the Spirit of God illuminate your hearts. Father, we bless you. We declare that you are indeed great. There is none like thee, O God. May your greatness, O God, be made manifest in our midst. And have your way, O God, throughout this session. That you only will have cause to take glory. We give you praise, O God. And we give you honor. In Jesus' name, shall we all shout a big amen. amen. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, church. Give God all praise, honor, and glory for this wonderful day. Uh, some of you may be aware, last Sunday was Pentecost. And this Sunday, therefore, means the Sunday after Pentecost. On the day where the presence of God descended on simple men and propelled them onto doing greater exploits. On that day where the unction of Jehovah God was mandated to simple men that they began to exhibit greatness and begin to do things beyond their wildest imagination. We are pleased that God in his own wisdom has also poured upon us that same unction. And I believe that even as we've waited upon him throughout this week, that unction will propel us even to do greater exploits in the mighty name of Jesus. Today we are also privileged to dine with him. He has set before you and I a table in remembrance of the price that was paid so that that unction will be yours and mine. We bless the Lord for this privilege. So turn with me to scripture even as we listen to the word of the Lord. This whole week has been an emotional week, a very eventful week. Started a couple of weeks back where the hearts of many are really down and in pain and in worry there's raw emotions emitting out of us because of what is going on even in our country. I just want to stand here and declare that we stand in solidarity for those that are standing for injustice and inequities. Uh, I believe that it is the job of the preacher to manifest the hope for this season. And therefore, we are standing on behalf of the Floyd family and anyone that has suffered injustice. And we pray that justice will prevail even in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't just lose hope. Stand strong. Because scripture says, in all, we are more than conquerors. You want to turn to your neighbor sitting next to you, that I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. Through Christ, who strengthens me, I can do all things, even in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 to 11, which is our theme scripture for this whole week. We have endeavored to meditate on a theme that says, as he revives, we are restored. As God revives us, gives us life, we are restored unto things that belong to you and I. So 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 8 to 11 is our first scripture. I read from the New King James Version. Let's hear the word of the Lord. Be sober and vigilant. 
Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. Notice that. Like a roaring lion. What it means is he's not. He's pretending. He's trying to fake it. Like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9 says, resist him, steadfast in faith, knowing that the same suffering, the same agony, the same predicament, the same circumstances are being experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Boy, talk about that. But may the God of grace, verse 10, who called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, will perfect you, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. Other version says, and restore you. To him alone be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Turn to our next scripture from Psalms 85. And I want to read from verse 1 to 7. Psalm 85, verse 1 to 7. The Psalm of David lamenting and praying for God's deliverance, restoration, and revival. Psalm 85, 1 to 7. Lord, you have been favorable. To your land. Your favor has rested upon our land. You have brought back the captivity of Jacob, and you have forgiven the iniquity of your people. You have covered all their sins. Oh, you have covered all their sins, Selah. And you have taken away all your wrath. You have turned from your fierceness of the anger that you have. Restore us, O God. Somebody say, restore us, O God. You are the God of our salvation. And cause your anger towards us to cease. Every anger, wrath that you may have upon us, let it cease. Will you be angry with us forever? David asked. Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you, O God, not revive us again? that your people may rejoice in you. Show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. Oh, hallelujah. What a wonderful psalm. We pray that even as we have encountered God throughout the week, by now you may have been revived. I pray that if you are not, may the power of Pentecost be your portion and be revived in your spirit so that that which God intends to restore to you will surely come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. I just want us to take a quick look at a few things and then we'll zoom into scripture. When we talk about restoration, to restore, a few definitions that I have here so that we can all be on the same page even as we allow the Spirit of the Lord to speak to us. To restore is to bring back into its original state. To restore is to bring in back to an original state, intact. So what it used to be that God says, this is good. Restoration brings you back to that stature. It is to reinstate one's original status, your identity, your position, your standing, where God placed you and perhaps the enemy moved you out of that place. God brings you right back there. A position that belongs to you where you are standing your ground, possessing your possessions, and perhaps some wind kind of blew you off track. God brings you back there. 
to reinstate back to the original status. It is bringing back what was once yours. So your health, your peace, your blissful marriage, whatever it is, which belonged to you, your rightful position, your rightful possession, your rightful inheritance. God brings you back to it. That is restoration. I said many times, this is not makeover or make up. I mean, if I want to make over, I go to Beauty Inc., right? Beauty Wire Inc., and she can fix me up. Or perhaps I can go to Crown by Glory and can, she can fix me up. I can put on some Brazilian weave or Bavilian weave or whatever nowadays you guys call it, and I'll be fixed up. That is make over. That is make up. Guess what? When I go home and I wash my face, all that looks nice and glitter is gone. When I go and I go to bed and I take that wig off, all that look nice and Brazilian, shiny, whatever it is, it's gone. Because it is make up. It is covering up. But we are talking restoration. What it is is what you used to be, the original glory of God that is in us, which perhaps through sin we lost. God brings us back to that state. And it is eternal. It doesn't wash off. It doesn't fade off. It doesn't become obsolete. Why? Because it is the very glory of God. And as long as God changes not, his glory changes not. And that is who he wants you and I to manifest the restoration of God in our life, even in the name of Jesus. What is revival then? When we talk about revival, it simply means bringing back to life. I was looking at a dictionary trying to find some synonyms of revival, and it's, it's interesting. It says to recharge, to regenerate, to rejuvenate, to rekindle, to renew. You want a little bit more? To resurrect, to resuscitate. Oh, hallelujah. This morning, may somebody receive spiritual resuscitation in the name of Jesus. To revitalize. And I like this one. To revivify. Revivify. And to reawake. If you are sleeping, I pray in the name of Jesus by the revival of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, may you reawake in the name of Jesus. Because there's something that God has installed for you. That is revival, to return to consciousness, to return to life. It also means the renewal of our minds. What you perceive is what you will become. What you perceive yourself to be it's eventually what you aspire to become. And therefore, when revival comes, it changes our mind. It puts us in right perspective according to what God says concerning us. And so as we see what God sees, guess what? We are revived to pursue what God sees. This morning, I am praying that your mind will be renewed, even in the name of Jesus, with a revival that comes only from him. That comes only from him. When you take your mind back to Genesis, Genesis 2, 17b, that is when man lost that restored, glorious image of God. Because the Bible says that, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. Why? Because the moment you shall eat of that fruit, you shall surely die. You shall surely die. What it means is your spirit being is dead. The linkage that you had, the connection that you had, between you and God, is severed. And so when God came into the garden and was asking Adam, where are you? It meant that 
he just couldn't recognize Adam. An all-knowing God, omniscient God, asking, where are you? He knows everything. He knew where they were. He knew the very location they were. But he says, Adam, where are you? Why? Because that image, that glory, which he had conferred upon Adam was diminished. And therefore he's saying, I can't see you anymore. I can't figure you out anymore. I placed you here as a king to rule and have dominion over all things. But now I don't even see you anymore. Where are you? That is when we lost our glory. But glory be to God that even today as we do this in remembrance of him, it is an indication that we are being restored back to our former glory. Because that price was paid. That price to gain my glory was paid. And so 1 Corinthians 15, 45. 1 Corinthians 15, 45 says, And so it is written, The first Adam became a living being, but the second Adam is a life-giving spirit. Let me repeat that. Let it sink in your spirit. The first Adam that was weak, frail, disobedient, rebellious, he was just a living being. Therefore, he lived and died. But the second Adam, whose name is Christ Jesus, who is now paying our restoration, continues to pay for the price of our restoration. He says, he is a life-giving spirit. This morning, receive life into your homes. Receive life into your situation. As long as you have Jesus in that situation, he gives life. A life-giving spirit. And therefore, as he revives us, he restores his glory. Whatever you have lost, whatever has just slipped off your hands, as the Lord is reviving you right now, may he also restore. Even in the name of Jesus. Somebody receive that, receive that, receive that. May you be revived unto restoration in the name of Jesus. That is our portion. The fact of the matter is this whole week has been very eventful. And as I sat, I believe last Wednesday or so, and watched the memorial service of Brother, Brother, Brother George, and as I watched the family give tributes and so on and so forth, and then Reverend Al Shopton gets on the stage and begins to give the urology, and I'm sitting there and listening, and I see the Holy Spirit was interpreting this according to this message to me, right? As how he narrated a whole gruesome video of a man lying on the pavement with another man knee on top of his neck. Squeezing and squeezing and squeezing and you can see the life being drawn out of him until there was no more life. You see, that's what the enemy does to us sometimes. As a matter of fact, when we were not saved, he had his knee on our neck. His intent was to squeeze and squeeze and squeeze till there's no life. That's why the Bible says the enemy came to do three things. To kill, to steal, and to destroy. That is his modus operandi. Kill, steal, destroy. But thanks be to God that we have a life giver. The Bible says in Christ came that you and I will have life and have it abundantly. And so as he was going through the urology, and I'm sitting there like, boy, Holy Spirit, you're speaking to me. And then he gets to a point and says, it is time for you to rise and say, get your leg or your knee off my neck. I pray that somebody will be revved in the spirit and says, get your knee off my neck. 
Get your knee of my family. Get your knee of my destiny. Get your knee of my children. Get your knee of my marriage. In the name of Jesus. Why? Because you are being restored. Back to where you should be. Even in the name of Jesus. When the enemy gets his knee on our neck. What it does is it's trying to suck all our aspirations. Because if there is no life. Then there is nothing to live for. That destiny is shattered. That hope is gone. That plan is completely gone. It's dashed. See, but that's when Jesus steps in. That's when Jesus steps in. <laughs> and he says, take your knee off my children's neck. This morning, may every knee that has been stuck on your neck for years, even as I speak, may be lingering around. Every now and then he comes to knock on your door to see if you are weak so that he can still have that knee on that neck. We are praying in the name of Jesus that you will arise and say, take your knee off my neck. In the name of Jesus. Because there is revival. There is revival. As we transition from a state of fear that leads to survival into a state of faith that brings revival. I pray that you stay in tune with the spirit of God. Because there's something about to happen in this family. There's something about to happen in your house. There's something about to happen in your individual life. Stay tuned with the Holy Spirit. So that you can arise and say, take your knee of my belongings. Even in the name of Jesus. Even in the name of Jesus. When the yoke is removed from your neck, even as scripture says, you shall be restored to the intended self. That you are. When the darkness is removed, you shall see the light to your promised land. That is the intention of God concerning our lives. When we now retain the ability to operate, then what it is is what belongs to us will be able to attain. And we pray that that happens even in the mighty name of Jesus. First Peter 2.19 confirms that, that you and I are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special people. That you may proclaim the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's you. That's you. That's you. That's me. That's me. You are. You are. Are. A chosen generation. God himself, in his own wisdom, in his dynamism of his wisdom, chose you to be in his holy place. Right? And you have been made a royal priesthood. Walk like a king, think like a king, behave like a king. Think like a king. You are royalty. A holy nation, your lifestyle is just so sanctified unto the Lord. And then he says you are his own special people. Chosen so that we will proclaim the praise of him who called us out of darkness into light. In the midst of darkness... Proclaim light in the midst of despair. Proclaim hope in the midst of doubt. You stand on your faith because that's who you are. That's who you are. That's who you are. We thank God that he came in and just kicked the enemy out so that he would not have his knee any longer on our neck. When that darkness is broken, he will guide us onto our destined paths. And for that reason, we will be exactly what he has intended us to be, even to begin with, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
When you read the Psalms 85 that we just read, it says, I have forgiven them of their sins. When Jesus comes into our life, that's the first thing that he does for us. Why? Because it is sin and its system that puts us at a place of disadvantage and allows the enemy to keep his knee on us. And so the way to fix it is take that sin away so that he has nothing on us. Uh, somebody say, you got nothing on me. You got nothing on me. And for that reason, if you got nothing on me, you got nothing to come for. You can't come knocking on my door. You can't come knocking on my child's door. You can't come praying on my marriages. It is not legal. Because that price has already been paid. That price has already been paid. I have forgiven them of their sins. That which rendered them unfit to rule. That which took their rights away. That which caused them to be in bondage. But now I have forgiven them of all that. Therefore, give them back their inheritance. That's what God says. This morning, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what is happening in your life. I know that you share even in the pain and the anger that is going on right now. But guess what? His knee is no longer going to be on your neck. Because you will rise as a child of God. Because you'll be revived and restored. Back to where and who you are in the name of Jesus. He says, I have revived them with the breath of life, Jesus saying. And therefore, they must not be restored to failure but they may be restored unto glory in the name of Jesus. I have fattened them with greater anointing. Oh, I like that. I am, I am endowed with great anointing. I am filled with great anointing. I'm pumped up with great anointing. Therefore, as I'm being pumped up, every yoke on my neck should be broken. In the name of Jesus, I am praying for somebody that is lowly, somebody that is weak, somebody that is in despair. Wake up! For your glory has come, it has come, it has come. Arise, because you've been endowed with anointing. As you rev yourself up, as you shake yourself up, every yoke is broken. The yoke of oppression, the yoke of suicidal thoughts, the yoke of divorce, the yoke of financial instability, the yoke of chaos, it is broken. Because there's a new anointing. That the Lord has placed upon you. We pray that you will receive it. Even in the name of Jesus. Oh hallelujah. Let's run quickly. Let's run quickly. How are we revived and restored? A few things that I pointed out here. How are we revived and restored? Number one. Repent and receive grace. <laughs> repent and receive grace. That right there is a testament. If I am standing next to this. It means that you can stand even closer than I am. Repent and walk in grace. Sin caused us to lose our rights, our identity, our mandate, but grace revived us and restored us back to God. We are praying that our revival will give you life and you shall be restored back to where you're supposed to be. Number two, renew your mind. Remember what we talked about? Restoration is the renewal of your rightful mind back to where it ought to be. Renew your mind and your thinking. For what you perceive yourself to be is what you will become. As a man thinketh within himself, so is he. Do I think of myself as failure? Guess what? You walk in failure. Do I think about myself as success? You will walk in success. Do I look down upon myself and say I'm a black man and I don't belong here? Perhaps the enemy will make you think that way. But know that you are a royal priesthood. Walk in that mindset. 
Even in the name of Jesus. So Romans 12, 2 says, And do not be conformed, conformed to this world, to this system, to this pattern, to this whole thing that is going on. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Conformity leads to cycles, cycles, stagnation, cycles. Transformation leads to change. Do you want change or you want cycles? But this morning I pray that with a spirit reviving us, with a spirit energizing us, with a spirit resuscitating us, with a spirit revivifying us, we would move from conformity into transformation so that that change will bring about our restoration in the name of Jesus. Number three, know your rights. As somebody who's saying in legal terms, I know my rights. What does it mean to know your right? Know who you are in Christ Jesus. Know what has been said concerning you in his word. Know his word. Know that there is your right and that is your mandate and therefore you would walk in your purpose. Know who you are. I know who I am as a songwriter says. I am walking in power, walking in miracles, walking in victory because I know who I am. I don't care what you look at me and pretend to think about me. I don't care what's going on in your corrupt, deceitful mind. What I know is what God says concerning me. And so though the environment may look bleak, I see myself in glory. Know who you are. Know who you are. Number four, proclaim your rights. Now that I know who I am, speak up. <laughs> proclaim it. Decree, declare, confess that word. I am a child of God. I belong to the kingdom of the most high. Though I am down, I will be up. The power of God is upon me. The glory of God is upon me. I may fall today, but I will wake up the next day. Though I am weak, his glory and his strength keeps me going. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You confess it. And the enemy looks at you and he may think you're crazy, but you know what you're doing because you know who you are and you are proclaiming for the whole world to know that you know who you are. Your true identity in Christ Jesus. I pray that somebody will have that mindset. Don't let them look down upon you. Don't let them put you down. You are a royalty. May that revival instar in us. Ah, instar in us. You know, kind of like bubbling in us so that we'll be able to walk in purpose, according to who we are, even in Christ Jesus. Therefore, walk in your rights. Walk according to the word. Live by the word. You are a king. Act like a king. You're a queen. Act like a queen. You're a prince. You're a princess. Act like a princess and a, a, a prince. No? Let your nana name be made manifest for those two who don't know who you are to know. That's what he's saying. And lastly, number six, rest in his grace. Rest. In his grace. <laughs> Rest in his grace. Sometimes we think we can use our own wits, our own ability, our own strength. Um, and if you're not careful, it takes you to places that you never thought you would be. But if you rest in his grace, because that's what the theme verse says. 1 Peter 5, 10 to 11 says, May the God of all grace, the giver 
of grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. Listen to that. The God of all grace. We took some time to study grace, right? The ability, that, 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 that unction that comes to you, the ability to endure, to overcome. Not the license to do stuff, but the ability to overcome. That God who gives all grace, who called you to his eternal glory. His intention is you would be in an eternal glory. Through Christ Jesus. Says, after you have suffered a while. After you've gone through what they are telling you, you're not. After they look down upon you, he will perfect you. He will establish you. He will strengthen you. He will settle you. And above all, he will restore you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. I am praying, it is my prayer, child of God, that you would not just bow to the systems of this world, that you will not live by what you see, but you would move and walk according to the dictates and the word of God concerning you. That when we had the knee of the enemy on our neck, God through Christ came and revived us, moved that knee of our neck. Now we can breathe, now we can breathe, and we breathe in the breath of the Spirit of God. And that propels us unto restoration. I pray for that revelation for your life. That you will not set, but you will arise and know that you have some anointing in you that revives you, that restores you, even back to who you are in Christ Jesus. In conclusion, just want to read us Psalm 85 as David was telling the Lord. You are our God. You have been favorable to our land. You have brought back the captivity of your people, and you have forgiven the iniquity of your people. You have covered all our sins, that which put us into slavery. You have covered it, and you have taken away all your wrath. You no longer mad at us. We are not enmity with you again. You have reconciled us unto yourself, and you have turned from the fierceness of your anger. Restore us, O oh God. That's our prayer. Restore us, O God, and cause your anger towards us to cease. Will you be angry with us forever, Lord? No, you will not. Will you prolong your anger towards your generation? No, you will not. Will you not revive us? Yes, you will, and you have. And therefore, your people will rejoice. Show us mercy and grant us salvation, the joy of our salvation. Let it be made manifest. Church, as he revives, we are restored. You might want to say that. Put your hand on your heart and say, as the Lord revives, I will be restored. As the Lord revives, I will be restored. Restored back to what I originally was made to be. Restored back to what I had lost, but now I am regaining. That is restoration. May the Lord strengthen you. May he reveal himself even more to you. May he draw you closer unto the things of the Lord so that as you are revived by his spirit, you would automatically be restored, even in the name of Jesus. Shall we lift our mouth and begin even to bless the name of the Lord? We just want to thank God for today. 
We give him all praise and we give him honor. Even for his word. And even for taking us through this week. Giving us deeper revelations about who he is. Deeper revelations about what he has in store for us. That his spirit has given us revival. Resuscitation. He has reawakened us. And for that reason, we are now on our path to our restored destiny. Just lift up your mouth and begin to bless the name of the Lord, somebody. We bless your name, Jesus. We bless your name, Jesus. We bless your name, Jesus. We thank you for your word, mighty God. Receive all glory and honor, O God. Receive all glory and honor, O God. Receive all glory and honor, O God. Mando si handalabra. Rabato si handelele. Rekabo sundolebelebelebelebelebelebe. handelebosi. Yes, Jesus. To you be all glory and honor. With a grateful heart, give thanks to the only one. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ His Son. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Yes, we give you thanks, O God. Pentecost. We're praying for a new infilling of His grace. A new infilling of His unction. A new infilling of His presence. More and more and more of Him in us. So that as we walk around, we just emit who He is. We manifest who He is. 
Because there's so much anointing, so much of him, so much of his grace, so much of his unction in us. And people begin to see the manifestation thereof of Christ Jesus in us. Lift up your mouth and begin to pray for an infilling, greater infilling, more infilling. In the name of Jesus. Ramatos. Feel us, oh God. Feel us, oh God. Feel us, oh God. More and more and more and more and more. More and more and more and more. More and more and more and more. Let there be more of you, more of you, more of you, more of you, more of you. Yes, Lord, more of you in us. We're praying that our desire will be only for him. See, when you are going through trials and tribulations, there are times where the enemy makes you want to shift your focus, looking at what is befriending you, as opposed to looking at Christ Jesus. We pray that even as we are transitioning, may our focus be on Christ Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That we will not have divided attention, but we will know that as he leads, we will get to our destined place. So we are praying that our longing will be for him. Our desire will be for him. Our thirst will be for him. Even in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to cry out to the Lord. Mandoribo. Increase our capacity, oh God. We long for you. We long for you. We long for you. We long for you. Ramatos. In the name of Jesus, as he revives, you and I are restored. We're lifting up a prayer. Whatever the canker worms have eaten, whatever the locusts have eaten, whatever the system has choked up in your life, we are praying that after this revival, you will be restored to your original intended self. Whatever destiny God has for you, he will bring you right back on it. Whatever purpose God has for you, you will begin to walk in them. Whatever ministry he has assigned for you, you will now begin to manifest it. Lift up a prayer and begin to pray. Restoration, 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 restoration. Ramahando Mando Yes, Lord, In the name of Jesus, restore, 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 In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Just be silent for a minute in your spirit. 
Allow him to speak to you right now. You have been revived through Christ Jesus. For that reason, your restoration is near. It is near. It is near. It is near. That bliss that used to exist in that marriage is coming right now. Right now. Right now. Even in the name of Jesus. Right now. Right now. You see, the reason why you have not experienced it is you are just so hardened up. Hardened up. Not allowing him to break you and mold you and fill you with that bliss. This morning, allow him. I pray that your mind will be renewed. Somebody, your mindset needs to be renewed. Your mindset has been altered by the system, by what you see around. May God bring a restoration of godly mindset. In the name of Jesus. You feel so down and lonely. But you are a queen. You are a king. You are the redeemed of the Lord. Don't live a lowly life. Let that revelation come to you and arise on your feet and say, get off my neck. In the name of Jesus. Father, speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. I pray that there will be a great revival in this church. In this church. The enemy think that COVID is going to stop the move of God. Oh, you, how wrong you thought. We serve a mighty God. His presence will continually be with us. We pray that there will be a shift, even in the atmosphere, right here in PRWC, so that the revelations that have been coming will come into fruition in the name of Jesus. And you are part of it. 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 Oh, speak to us, Holy Spirit. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. Pray that if there's any infirmity, physical, emotional, spiritual, now that you are being revived, be restored back to yourself. Your newer, stronger, better self. In the name of Jesus. Receive it, somebody. Receive it now. Receive it. Ah, have your way, oh God. Breathe anew unto us. Breathe anew unto us. Breathe anew unto us. This is our last prayer. We're lifting this nation unto the Lord. Wherever you are, if you are home listening to me, just lift your hands up unto Him. We're lifting this nation unto the Lord. You see, it takes the power of God to change the mindsets of people, to change the hearts of people. That malice, that hate, that racism, that prejudice, whatever it is, it takes God who can change and therefore, we lift this nation unto God. As your glory is made manifest upon this nation, may your essence also be manifest. You are God of love. May it, oh God, manifest in this land. And we pray, oh God, for peace. We pray for comfort. Those who are so mad and angry in your spirit, rightfully so, we pray that you will comfort them, oh God. Let them have their hope on you that you got all things working behind the scenes for our good. Somehow, somewhere we may not understand, but let your peace reign upon this nation and let your essence, the very essence of you, oh God, which is love, be made manifest in our land. Lift up a prayer, somebody. Your peace, your peace, your peace. Ramos, it's a little bit of us. Mando, sit 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 a little
in your word that in fact you through Christ has now breathed a new life into us the enemy no longer has his grip on us he no longer has his knee on our necks because you have revived us beyond measure every yoke that he once had on our neck because of the fattening of the anointing that yoke is broken in the name of Jesus. And now you have restored us back to our rightful positions. As sons and daughters. Saints of the most high God. Filled with your very presence. Wherever our foot shall tread, O oh God, we pray for the manifestation of your presence. In our homes, in our marriages, in our marital lives, in our schools. You are struggling in that class. May the glory of God be your portion. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because as he revives you, he restores you. May he restore you. Restore your family. Restore your financial issues. Restore your mind and your heart. Let it be oriented unto him. And may he grant us peace, even in this nation. Take control, Holy Spirit. Move over this nation. That you alone will have cause to take glory. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed thanksgiving and all the saints shouted amen thank you once again for joining us we pray you were blessed please don't forget to click on the other episodes to continue in your journey with us don't forget to also share and follow this podcast may the good lord bless you